Brittany Long, Senior Program Coordinator. Colleen Oaks, and I'm the manager for the Montgomery County Prevention Coalition. So what inspired you both to get into the mental health field? Oh, wow. Um, it, it was kind of accidental for me. I actually spent uh, 19 years as a juvenile probation officer. And um, in that work, started managing an all mental health caseload. We recognize that trauma and the impact of mental wellness um, can lead uh, some young people to make some bad decisions. And so we worked with our providers to address their behavioral uh, needs in order to reduce their criminogenic behavior. So it was really accidental how I fell into it through criminal justice. And, and that seems to be the theme from uh, from what I hear from others, too. My, my um, entrance into this field was also accidental. Um, my career has been in volunteer management. So I manage volunteers um, for different philanthropic organizations. Um, and when this role came available, the Montgomery County Prevention Coalition is a group of volunteers. Um, our goal is to reduce substance use and promote mental wellness in Montgomery County. Um, and so I had a, a coworker that knew my background, reached out to me and said, hey, you know how to manage volunteers. You can figure out the behavioral health pieces as you go. Um, and three years later, uh, here we are. That's what's happened. What are some of the key initiatives that uh, both of you work on? Why don't you go ahead and start with that, Colleen? Yeah, so the Montgomery County Prevention Coalition um, has seven different problems of practice that we focus on. Um, so we do a lot of substance use prevention. So we work on alcohol prevention, marijuana prevention, opioid prevention. Um, but we also recognize that you really can't expect to prevent substance use without promoting mental wellness. So um, we do gambling prevention, violence prevention, um, self-care promotion, our suicide prevention committee, which is the project, um, which is the group that led the project we're talking about today, um, is one of our largest and most active. And then we have a, a group that focuses on policy because we have to focus on big and little policy change uh, to make some of our initiatives come to life. And I'm lucky enough in that uh, in working through the Montgomery County Prevention Coalition that I lead our opioid prevention committee. Um, and through that, we do a lot of work in promoting safe storage, safe disposal of medications, partnering with our police departments to do drug take back days, uh, creating um, campaigns to educate athletes on alternatives to pain medications so that they can use those um, rather than risking the um, risk of addiction. We work with pharmacies to put warning labels to let people know if they are getting those medications that have that risk for addiction, that they are more than aware of that when they get their prescription. Um, so I'm really lucky to lead some of those initiatives, but I'm also very involved in the suicide prevention um, committee. And one of the initiatives that we do, it's called soft barriers. And so it's how can we get kind of subtle mental health promotion, suicide prevention messaging into our communities. And so um, a mural has has proven a great way to get that out into the community and uh, definitely a lucky uh, skill set that I get to utilize in my work with the Montgomery County Prevention Coalition. Yeah, I was just looking on LinkedIn one day and then saw the post about the the murals and I'm like, wow, that's a brilliant way to bring out uh, uh, mental health uh, prevention. Can you tell me a little bit about that program? 
Yeah. So we know that murals send a positive message to the community. It lets our community know that somebody's like investing in them and that they're paying attention. Um, it's also a great way to beautify an area that may be covered with graffiti, um, something that may not be as welcoming um, to the community members that live in that neighborhood. And so we thought, well, how can we utilize this suicide prevention messaging and mirror and, and kind of bring that together with the murals? And so it's been it's been a great project. Uh, we work with local artists to come up with a, you know, kind of a tagline. Our most recent mural was um, the sun will rise and I will try again. And so the image is something beautiful for people to look at. But what happens in the process is we engage volunteers. We invite the local schools out. We had, you know, 15 kids from one of the local schools come out and as they're they're helping us paint. We're having conversations about what does self-care mean to you? What does taking care of your mental wellness mean for you? And so for them to be part of those conversations is just so valuable. And then we have community members that just happen to be, you know, driving by and they stop and they talk to us and they stop and talk to the kids and and they see like, wow, somebody really cares and is trying to do something. And the young people start to feel good about themselves. The volunteers see the benefits. The community sees the benefits. Um, and then we have the opportunity to invite, you know, elected officials and make a big deal about it for the dedication, um, which is exactly what happened in December. Just one one thing that I'll add, because I think Britt um, really commented on, on the important pieces here, but um, we've done two murals so far. Um, we have the funding to do three more, so we'll be doing those in the spring. We intentionally uh, choose our mural locations in some of our under-resourced areas of town. So um, if, if community members are walking past, they see the mural, they want to learn more, they can just scan that QR code. Um, and so we have mental health resources, um, suicide prevention helplines, as well as some transportation information. Um, so like our local bus lines on how they can get to mental health resources. So this is just information that uh, members of those communities don't always have easily available. And I think these murals have opened up a great opportunity for that. I know for me, I live with uh, bipolar disorder too, and sometimes just the smallest compliments make a world of difference. So how is it something like a mural with positive messages helping will help the community? Yeah, well, I think we don't ever know what somebody is going through, right? right? And so in that moment, if they may be, you know, having some negative thoughts, um, questioning, you know, some of their decisions and where are they going, um, what we want them to do is to see that mural and to see that, you know, today is one day out of the year, but tomorrow is a new day. And that hope, I think hope is something that is so um untangible to some people and that sometimes these messages can just really light that hope so that they can choose to be here another day. And I think for some members of our community, you know, as they, several individuals watch us do this from start to finish, like the people that live close by, sometimes there's bus stops that are close by. So it's the same individuals day after day. And so they see the amount of volunteers that are there out on the street, sometimes in the cold, um, putting up this mural because they care about the others in their community and they want to spread this message. And so I think just seeing the large amount of people that want to get involved and are so supportive of this project really shows how much we care about this community and, and how that can extend to each individual. 
yeah, definitely can help them see that they're not alone. You said earlier about, you know, with the murals, you're working with kids and helping out. Have you seen just the uh, stigma of talking about mental health lessening, especially in uh, youth? Yeah, I mean, the especially a lot of the initiatives that we're doing on the Prevention Coalition allow for that, just allow us to have this conversation around just how many people struggle with mental um, health issues how uh, treatment is available and how we can talk about those things. Um, and so the mural gives us a fun, but also an important opportunity to do that with our youth. And so we've tried to engage um, youth from the neighborhoods that we're putting the murals in. So ideally if they're walking to school or they're driving past with their parents, they get to see something that they were a part of. Um, and it allows parents the opportunity to, to use the mural as, as a chance to talk to their kids about the importance of mental wellness and to open up those conversations. Um, that's also something that's on our resource page um, is a local campaign uh, that our local children's hospital does that uh, helps parents talk to their kids about uh, their mental health. And so we hope that the mural allows, opens up an opportunity for that. Yeah, our young people are actually very willing to engage in these conversations. I think um, creating the opportunity to kind of bridge that generation gap because our older adults are at risk for suicide as well. And so for our young people to be willing to lean into these conversations, sometimes they're modeling that for the older adults who, you know, societally and historically, um, you know, have been taught to keep these conversations in, in the dark. And so I think our, our young people are a great channel for us um, just to continue the work to reduce the stigma and to let people feel that it's okay to have these conversations. It's okay to not be okay, but we don't want you to sit in that alone. We want you to know that there's help available, there's people to talk to, and there's resources. And something we hear from, from parents that have brought their kids to participate in this project is that they're really excited to bring them back to, to watch the project again, um, just because there's that message that they were a part of something big and they were a part of something beautiful. Um, and so just being able to drive past both of the murals we've done are on really busy highway, busy roads. Um, so being able to drive past and just have them see, hey, I was a part of that, maybe a small part of it, but I was a part of it um, is just a really beautiful thing. So you do a lot to help the community, both of you, but what do you do to help your own mental health? Oh, we are, yeah, we are definitely better at uh, preaching than practicing, I would say. Um, but uh, for me personally, um, my self-care journey has been really important transitioning into this um, space where we talk about suicide and overdoses um, pretty much all day, every day. Um, and so for me, meditation has been uh, definitely a wonderful outlet, as well as having colleagues and people that I work alongside um, to kind of talk through things when when they get heavy and to be able to release that. I also am a big uh, champion of, of therapy. And so I have a therapist that I meet with regularly and definitely want to promote and encourage anybody, um, you know, 
I, I think we think of a therapist, a therapist or, or going to therapy as something we need to do when things are bad, um, which actually I view it as, as a preservation tool, right? So if I have this resource regularly, um, I can, you know, work through the things that are on my mind. And then when things do get heavy, I have the skills that I need to not let it impact me long term. And my self-care journey is a work in progress. Um, the biggest thing uh, I'm working on is uh, some healthy boundaries. Um, and so I'm a volunteer manager. Like you mentioned, Brittany and I both do a lot for the community. And so it can feel like it's a lot of pressure if you are letting people down or letting the community down. And so setting some of those boundaries. Um, and I'm a relatively new mom. I have an 18-month-old. So just making sure that I'm... Um, allowing that time to spend with my family. But I think what is really cool about working in this field is that we all are aware of those things. And we all, all of our colleagues here and all of our volunteers know the importance of self-care. And so we encourage those things in each other, even if we're not so great at doing that ourselves. Yeah. I mean, even in our meetings, Mike, we do mindfulness minutes um, and we are very conscious in uh, taking care of ourselves. How does it feel to have a positive impact in your community? It, it's amazing and it makes us want to continue to do even more. <laughs> I think um, it continues to surprise me in the two times that we've done this mural. We've done, we've done put up the murals within a week, like within days. Um, murals have been completed with a little bit of Brittany, you know, then goes in and, and fixes some things up. Um, but it's because people care about this so much and it is heartwarming to see the community come out in droves, um, to support this kind of project when we know everybody is busy, when we know they have their own things going on. Um, and we do weekend paint days too, and we still have people out there on the weekends participating in this. And so, um, it's humbling to see such a big project come together and come to life. Um, and it also is just really hopeful that there's a community that's out there to support others. Yeah, I would definitely agree. It's, we are not out here doing this alone. Like we are a group of 300 volunteers. And so when you see other people that you know, um, you know, that this is outside of their normal job duties and that they're giving their time and their energy and just the momentum that comes around projects like this is just invigorating. Um, you know, when we see the stats and the data and some of that day-to-day -day work, um, it can get mundane but and, and it can also get a little disheartening, you know. Um, the numbers don't always match the important work that's being done. And so we're reminded on a day-to-day -day basis that we have more work to do. But then when we have these programs and we have, you know, 30 volunteers out there and 15 kids and we have cops out there blocking the street and interacting with our kids and the volunteers, it's just it's definitely um, enlightening to see people come together. And that's really why we keep doing this work. So where do you want to see the organization in the next, say, three to five years? Wow. Well, that's that's a great question. So we um, are very lucky to receive funding from the CDC. Um, it's called a Drug-Free Communities Grant. And then so they fund several substance use uh, prevention coalitions. And then we 
kind of take that and expand even further to this mental wellness piece. So we will get to the end of our funding in the next four years. Um, so we're going to be looking for uh, some new supporters, some way to continue, some ways to continue to fund our work. Um, and then that will also give us the opportunity to reevaluate and see what our goals are as um, a coalition and really speak to what the community needs. We do a strategic action planning process every two years where we do some really extensive data collection um, and some listening sessions of our coalition members so that we can define our problems before we figure out our solutions. And so we really try to be uh, respondent to the needs of um, the community and see how we can best support. So how can people reach out and learn more? Yeah, so preventionmc.org, so MC like Montgomery County, is our website. There's a connect with us tab. Uh, and there's just a member form that they can fill out to become a member of the organization and um, get added to my emails. And at that point, they can choose um, if they want to join a subcommittee or if they want to join as many subcommittees as they want. We have some people that are involved in all the subcommittees. Some are really passionate about just one topic, so they do one. Um, but then they'll get added to the email lists to, to learn more about us. Also on our website, um, you can see some of our ongoing projects, our annual report from uh, from 2022, 2023 is almost done. So uh, just to see some of the awesome things that our volunteers are doing in our community. And there is a page on there specific for the mural um, where you can look at pictures, you can look at the resources and, um, and find out more information about crisis services in Montgomery County. 